0: Hey guys, it's your girl Dee, and you're tuned into the Caught Out Podcast where it's all things pertaining to Christ. So guys, today, 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 whoop, today, who am I with?
1: You're with Nehi, happy to be here, glad to see you.
0: Wow, praise God, praise God. So I'm going to start off with an icebreaker because I feel like I normally just go straight into the topic. But I actually want to start with an icebreaker today. So okay. the first thing I just want to ask you is just how are you like, how are you doing in life? Like at the moment, what are you doing
1: um I'm good. Um currently I'm about to start my PhD next week. Wow. Um at Nottingham Trent Uni. So mm-hmm. that's exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um currently just come back from a camp with my church, first Love Church. It. Yeah. Um my pastor Bishop Dad came and the title of the camp was We Are Not Ashamed. Wow. Um, which was a blessing because you know, the world can try and make you feel ashamed of your faith. You're Um, saying
0: something. So it's very
1: encouraging. I feel good and I'm blessed.
0: Amen. Amen. I love that. So the next icebreaker I just wanted to give you, I just wanted you to finish the scripture, finish the scripture. So today we're going to be talking about embracing the change. So I got kind of three scriptures that is about like embracing the change. And I just wanted you to, you know, finish it. To be fair, I got it from New King James Version. But to me, you seem like a King James Persian reader, <laughs> you you give like you just give the Bible of King James, but you know. So if you want to finish it with King James, that's fine. But the first scripture
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you have to finish is, "I have been crucified with Christ."
1: Hey, <laughs> I've been crucified with Christ, mm-hmm. and the life I now live. Kadosh. Um, I live by faith in the Son of God who gave Himself for me.
0: Oh wow amen amen and bonus point if you know where it
1: is (laughs) it's in galatians galatians 2 20
0: hey fire fire fire! (laughs) right so the next one and do not be conformed to this world but
1: be transformed by the renewing of your mind romans 12 2
0: that's it okay and the last one the last last one therefore if anyone is in christ he is
1: a new creation behold all things have become new Amen. Hey. All things are passed away. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Second Corinthians five seventeen.
0: Listen, is a man of the scripture, yes. a man of the word. <laughs> you get it? So that was um an icebreaker, and now we're just gonna open up in prayer. Because we never start this these episodes without praying inviting the holy spirit so amen heavenly father lord i just want to thank you once again for the privilege of oh god to come here before your people oh god lord i want to pray that you will grant us your spirit oh god father lord as we come here to minister to your people to offload the word oh god we want to pray that you arrest our tongue and speak through us lord we want to pray that this very episode will edify people oh god will build people up in the faithful heavenly father lord in jesus name amen Amen, amen. So, wonderful. Amen. So today, obviously, as I said, we are going to be talking about embracing the change. Mm. So, kind of the first thing I wanted to talk about is like, why we're we even recording this episode. I mean, it's only by the grace of God. Like, so what had happened was obviously you you followed me on Instagram, and by that, like, I literally, when you followed me, I was just like, wow, embrace the change, embrace the change, because. I've been someone that I can't lie, if you if you said this to me three years ago, like I'd be here with Nehi on my own show, like on my podcast, like talking. I wouldn't believe, do you know what I mean? Because obviously I used to watch you. Yeah. Um back then and then I watched your growth. So like I see your growth. So it's actually a, a privilege to actually be here, like to be talking about basically your you you, your change from then yeah. and your change from now. So really and truly, I just wanted to ask you, like, how was your life before Christ?
1: Wow, life before Christ was life of sin um, I would say you know I've grown up in a Christian household mm. but I never really had that personal connection with God yeah um, for me my mindset was always this it's like there's eight billion people in the world right yeah. um, I knew that God existed but my thought process was why would God be interested in me? Mm-hmm. you know there's so many of us um, why would God care or really consider deeply the things that I do? Um, so from that perspective, there was no real conviction, there was no real moral compass. Um, I kind of just did what I wanted to do. So from young, I was involved in fornication, smoking weed, drinking parties, um, the usual things, lying to parents. And then when I got to uni, you know, going to uni in Leicester um, <laughs> at the time, which I did. I mean, everything you could imagine that you wanted to do became times ten. Yeah. You had that freedom, you yeah. had that liberty. Mm. Um, and then you know, going on Nella Rose this is platform that kind of made my life take a sudden change Yeah. because for my first year of university i was just a normal student i was like everybody else nobody knew who i was wow um then the second year of uni the first term, i jumped on a channel Mm -hmm. and it blew up um so imagine all the things that i was doing anyways it became 10 times easier to do yeah um whether that be drinking get invited to host motives getting invited to host raves um doing paid promotions for clubs like whatever it was (laughs) that I wanted to do, I could virtually do it, do you get what I'm saying? Um, I'd be on my way to lectures, people would be stopping me on campus to take pictures. um, We're all students, do you know what I mean? so yeah that was life before Christ mm-hmm. and then I got saved when I was 20 years old amen Yeah.
0: oh glory so you obviously said that obviously you was on Nella's channel yeah. and so with that was it like when you went on her channel because obviously you guys are friends so you would go on her channel is it a thing where you wanted to be kind of like influencer youtuber entertainer or was it a thing where when you dropped in it and then you saw that everyone's like oh no he's funny, no, he's funny. And then it's like okay I like this
1: yeah good question so it was very random and sp- spontaneous I actually okay. remember it was December 2016 and we were just in the library mm-hmm. me and her doing some work and she's talking about oh some youtube videos that she's trying to record blah, blah, blah. i'm like oh what do you have a youtube channel like i've never known you to yeah. be online or anything like that yeah. she's like yeah i've got a youtube channel blah, blah, blah. i was like oh bro you should have said i will support you oh, okay. thinking that this is just some small thing yeah like, bedroom is on like <laughs> and i didn't know the she following was, yeah, was, i think at the time the following wasn't even that much like i didn't check mm-hmm. before but in my head i'm thinking Black girl from uni, you probably got like five hundred subscribers. I think at the time it was like three thousand or something like that. So it's still quite a lot. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I'll jump on, why not? And then the video we did was Things to Leave in 2016. Yeah. Um just talking nonsense. (laughs) And then I remember that Christmas holiday, I was back home and I was just on my phone, I was just on my bed. And then my phone just started to buzz off people were sending right. me like Snapchat videos of myself shouting. I was like, what's all this? Like, So I'm looking through, I'm like, ah, is this not the video that I did with Nella?
0: Mm.
1: I was like, let me go to YouTube and see what this so is.
0: So beforehand be. you didn't watch it?
1: I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't know that, you know, people were going to watch it. Wow. I just thought, I'm just doing something for my bedroom. Yeah, oh, okay. Um... And then I click on it, and there's like 400,000 views. Hi, like
0: what?
1: like, what? what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so from there, we started to do more videos. But the intention was never really to be famous or anything like that or an influencer. Mm. It was just like, this is what my friend is doing. Let me support it. And then um, I think it got to a point where so many people were now demanding for me to start my own channel. Okay. Um, and to do my own thing. Mm. So I was like, you know what? At first, I was not on it. I remember she would tell me, "Oh, bro, do it." That I was like, "No, you're stupid." But after some time, I was like, "Might as well." Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So literally, you didn't even want to go down that route, but it just—it was a thing that just came. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. I wanted to ask about like, so now when you moved from, you know, being worldly to now being saved, what was kind of like you would say the hardest thing mm. to let go?
1: To let go of. Mm. I would say definitely fornication. Wow, yeah. okay. Because for me, it's like, I'm at uni now. Um, I'm at uni in the Midlands. And the Midlands is already a place where, or uni, let me say, is a place where there's already a lot of sexual immorality. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's got their free yard. You know, when you're in college, <laughs> you're trying to pull so many strings together just to get your parents out of the house. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I was anyways. Um, but then when I got to uni, it's like, hey, this is so easy. Do you know what I mean? um but then when i got saved now i'm like hey this thing is actually wrong you know the conviction yeah (laughs) came for the first time yeah
0: even with you saying that I remember I watched your short film, yeah? Mm. And you was talking about how you got new convictions. So now, like, you was, like, kind of coming to Christ a bit, but you're still being worldly. So when you was still, like, doing the stuff, is it a thing where when the conviction came, like, it was a thing where you just brush, like, brush? Or was it a thing where it was actually, like, eating you?
1: I think at first, it was just, I was just brush it. Yeah. I, mean, like, I don't know I feel like this, but... Yeah, not like you, like, yeah. But then with time, the convictions grew more and more. I was like, no, this, what I'm doing is definitely a sin. Yeah. I, I'm convinced it's a sin. Um... So from that point, it was difficult because I was in a relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't necessarily safe. So, you know, when you're explaining after that, oh, I don't really feel right about yeah. it. Like, oh, what's wrong? Is there something wrong with me? I'm like, no, it's not you. That So many things yeah. to get I'm coming from. Um, and I would say, yeah, fornication is probably the hardest.
0: Yeah. Mm. So obviously you did have a girlfriend. Yeah. And do you feel like that was the first thing that God co- called you to let go of? Like Most definitely. Mm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> most definitely. Before... Before any you know clubbing drinking smoking all of these things definitely that relationship wow. um I remember it would have been probably summer of 2018 um, when the conviction started to kick in and set in mm-hmm. and you know how it is you sometimes try and convert somebody yourself um, okay. when you you don't want to lose somebody. Mm-hmm. I hear so many believers, and maybe even people who are watching this show right now, who are thinking to themselves, you know, I can't let go of my boyfriend, I can't let go of my girlfriend. So you just come to Christ with me, okay, you know. Mm. But Jesus said that no man can come unto me except the Father draws him. Yeah. So ultimately, salvation is not something any human being can orchestrate. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the will of God and God's doing. So, yeah, around that time, summer 2018, that was probably the first thing that he he asked me to let go. Wow. Of. Yeah.
0: And do you feel like it was a thing where? that that relationship was kind of like as something that you was idolizing in a sense or you don't think it was that to that extent?
1: I think it became idolatry when it was clear that God was speaking and I was holding on. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, it was just somebody I really liked, um, somebody I was happy to be with. Mm-hmm. But once God's voice became clear on the matter and I was still forcing, then I think it had moved to idolatry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely. I do feel like sometimes... God will call us to leave things that become like idolatry because it's like now we're placing that person above God. Mm. So even so, when God's telling you like, okay, leave this thing and you're saying no, it, it shows that we deem that thing more important than God. Yeah. So even now, like with, like, with me, even in life, like I had to take someone out my life who I knew for years and it was a thing where I kept being like, no, like, no, I don't want to, isn't it? Mm. But me doing that even <laughs> opened doors and it showed me that, Sometimes for an open door, God will close the door. Like something mm. needs to get left. Mm. So even when you sacrifice things, it's like onto God. It always there's always something that will come after it, like yes. a blessing. But I wanted to ask for you, like, what do you think it means to embrace the change, like in your walk?
1: I think to embrace the change is to not be ashamed. Wow. Um,
0: okay.
1: And you know, like I said, I just come back from a camp mm-hmm. with my pastor, and Romans 1:16 was the verse that but it was preaching on. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paul says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Yeah. For it's the power of salvation unto them who believe. And I think embracing it is saying, you know what? I'm not ashamed of God. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I'm not ashamed of being born again. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of my church. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of um, the people God has given me. I am changed and I'm born again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's so many things that will try and make you feel ashamed. I remember when I first got saved and I put out certain videos um, people would come at me in the comments, Twitter, social media, different kind of things. And this was all to make me ashamed yeah. and not truly amb- embrace and accept the change that I was yeah. on to get uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, even with, like, that, like, obviously you came from a place where you was doing type of content on socials and then you came, obviously, and you shared your testimony, like, yeah. about your degree and, like, all these stuff. So, when you got kind of comments where people being like, oh, but weren't you doing X, Y, and Z? Was it a thing where you were just, like... Like, did that make you not want to talk about God? 100%.
1: (coughs) Especially as someone who, at the time, I didn't really have deep roots, you know. As a new convert, I'm just share I'm just talking really I remember some of those videos I'd even pray before I did them it's like I've turned on my camera and just pure zeal <laughs> well, you, know, you know the bible says that they have the zeal of the lord but not according to knowledge time. so it's like I've just come on raw unadulterated <laughs> truths just spitting pap, 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 <laughs> and I'm thinking the response is going to be exactly the same as it's been for mm. the former videos yeah. you know yeah. Um, I'm not expecting people to come at me and slander I'm not expecting all of these things mm-hmm. so when I'm seeing it again in my immaturity and shallowness my response is oh if you want to go to hell, go to hell them. <laughs> Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, it takes a bit of time with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. for the zeal you have to now go alongside knowledge. Yeah, and then also for you to have compassion on people who don't really understand your yeah. change.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was literally like that. Was literally like me because when I was like on social media, it's a thing where I was just like always known as like did a Christian, did a Christian. But obviously, I wasn't deep. Like I was still lukewarm yeah. but like. So now if I'm making a mistake, people was on me. They'll be like, mm. like, you say you're holy. You yeah. say you're... And I was like, I don't even said I'm holy. Like, no one said I was holy. Like, I was just here, you know, talk about Jesus. Like, Jesus, Jesus, yeah. you know. And so I guess it's like, just coming on social media. It's like, when you're there changing, you're changing. Now you're talking about Christ and they're saying, hey, now you make that one mistake. People are coming and saying, oh, but you mm. said you was holy. You said, <laughs> And I can't, I remember literally I did <coughs> this video and I was actually like, guys, like, I'm going to take a break. Like, I was like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, actually embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> like I was
0: literally so annoyed. Like, why you keep coming for me? Like, practice what you preach. They would say, like, you know. Yeah. But even so, mercy, honestly. So with like your friends, how kind of did they kind of react to your change yeah. now? Because now they're seeing you on social media <laughs> talking about Christ. But at the time, obviously, you're probably going to motives with them. But now you're yeah. coming and saying Jesus, like you know. And yeah. then how kind of did they?
1: I think I think for the most part, my friends were good. In okay. The sense that you know. They kind of just said, you know what? Nah, he's doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, sometimes the man will have a bit of banter, like, "Bro, aren't you supposed to be on this God thing? Okay, like, yeah. What are you doing?" Da 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 da. da. Um, but generally speaking, they, they were all right, and I think distance helped. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says, "There's um, there are, how be it, many voices in this world, none of them without signification." It was like when I got saved, really and truly, I was starting my masters in the Midlands, mm-hmm. and a lot of my friends had gone back to ends. Um, and they were living there. So them being in London and me still being in Leicester, there wasn't so many voices. I wasn't going out with them as much because obviously we're living in two different cities. Mm-hmm. So it was it was all right.
0: Okay, that's good to be fair. Um, so I wanted to talk about kind of the transition period. Okay. So now you come in... <coughs> from the world to Christ. And I also remember again, when I watched your film, like you talked about identity crisis. And I kind of want to go deeper in that because I guess even I also faced that from me, like being a YouTuber and then coming to like, being a Christian, like influencer. It was like a thing where I'm like, okay, like I do want to be in Christ, but I also still want to have like that stuff. So it's kind of like, you're just struggling to fully, like, fully go deep in crisis. I do want to talk about, like, your transition period, like, you facing identity crisis. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I would say I definitely faced identity crisis. Mm-hmm. I would say that I was very um, confused at certain points as well. Because for me, you know, let's say, for example, I'm in Leicester and I take it back to Nella Rose times. I cannot even go to Tesco's mm-hmm. without people asking for a selfie or yeah. some secondary kids stopping me, <laughs> et cetera. Yeah. But now that I'm saved, I'm actually going into that same town and I'm doing evangelism, do you know what I mean? And the people are looking at me like, aren't you (laughs) flipping on Nella, like, what's going on? Like, why are you talking about this? Do you know what I mean? Like the people who once stopped me for pictures were now the people who would mock me. Yeah, Yeah. there would be the people who'd run from me, they're like, I'm not coming to your church, your church is a cult, like, I don't know what you're on. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? So for me, that transition, it was, it had me head lost at certain points, like God, have you called me to reduce me? Mm, like wow. at one hey, point, hey. Like, I'm 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 looking like some household name um, amongst you know black people in this country, yeah. um, and now it's like everybody has something to say. Everybody's mocking me. Mm. Um, everybody thinks I'm a joke, man. Mm-hmm. Um, is this really for me? You know. So that that identity crisis was there, um, and that transition was difficult. But I would say honestly. You know, when I when I think back and I reflect upon it, it was just shallowness, you know. As a new convert, you don't know what God has in store for you. That's it. You know, the Bible talks in Ephesians 1 About the eyes of your understanding being mm-hmm. enlightened, mm-hmm. so you may know the hope of your calling and the riches of his glory in the inheritance in the saints. Like, God has an inheritance for every child of God, mm-hmm. God has great things for every child of God. But when you are a new convert, you cannot see the life that God has ahead of yeah. you, yeah. You cannot see the plan, you don't know what his glory is. Mm-hmm. So, for you, you're just so overwhelmed by the people, you're so overwhelmed by the transition because you cannot see what's in store, yeah. So, yeah,
0: that's deep. Do you see oh, what just like? You just said. God, did you call me to reduce me? And mm. so even with that, do you feel like kind of maybe when you was doing these Worldly content, it was getting more views. You like maybe when you was going out, everyone's taking pictures. So when you started doing like Christian, do you feel like you kind of lost that audience? Mm. And then there's that thing that affected you in a sense where like, oh, like you wanted the views
1: or you didn't like. No, I would say it definitely affected me Um, because in my head it's like, why aren't people listening to this anymore? Um, And again, a Lot less opportunities come your way. Yeah, I remember I had some big deals that were gonna pull through around the time that I got saved deals with Nike, etc. Wow, and you know, when I got saved, it was like no, no communication. Like, yeah, wow. once I started talking about Jesus and all of these yeah. things, it's like yeah. mm, we don't really think this guy's a good fit for our brand. Hi. You know what I mean, it's deep. so <clears throat> those things did affect me, yeah, um, as well as the views because obviously that's money, you know, that's income and. With today's world you can have a full living of social media. So, Honestly. Um... You know when I when I looked at it and I saw that rah the numbers are not making sense in terms of a career, mm. that was okay. Back to drawing board. Mm. What's the pattern? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah. So even you like looking at like that and now seeing okay you're not getting the same brand deals and stuff. Mm. Like did it ever make you want to compromise and say oh maybe I should go back to that stuff or you were still like you know what it's fine. <coughs> I'll
1: be honest. I I was for the for, for for the longest time I was always trying to mix the two worlds. Yeah, Kay. so I was always trying to seem relatable. Mm-hmm. And I was always trying to seem, you know, the same funny guy. Mm. Um, I was always trying to keep the certain audience, whilst adding a sprinkle of Jesus <laughs> inside so that it's not too much yeah. of a message for the people. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. And you end up washed, I'll be honest, because you don't stand for anything anymore. That's it. You, you're compromised. You um, want to please the world. Mm. but You also say that you're serving God. Kind Galatians one ten says that, if I decide to be a please of men, I cannot be a servant yeah. of God. So. That whole thing was definitely challenging, yeah.
0: Mm. And it's true when you're saying that, like, kind of... But then you couldn't actually see, like, God's calling upon your life. Like, you didn't see it because now it's looking like, oh, everything is dry. Yeah. But then it even reminds me of, like, Romans 8, 28. Where it's like, All things work together for good. Those who love the Lord are called according to his purpose. So, I guess, just like it's good to have scripture in mind obviously back then we don't know but Mm. now it's like now we know and it's like looking back it's like you know all things will actually work together for good so people are are out here doing worldly content they're making a living i mean if god has called us to do christian content you know god is god how much more can he actually do for us yeah yeah but um i want to talk about kind of leaving things behind Mm. so like obviously you mentioned that you left behind obviously your girlfriend and then obviously your your old content. Um, so is there like anything more to you that kind of you had to leave behind that was even deep?
1: Um. Well, I guess it was just a lifestyle really, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you can't just do what you want anymore That's <laughs> and live according to the flesh. Like <coughs> when I was in the world, I'd wake up, you know, just have wake and bake, just roll a zoo, mm. just smoke weed. Um, I would you know, even certain opportunities in terms of coming to host raves or um, flying out mm. to do certain things I could no longer do. So I would say the lifestyle in its entirety, do you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, the lifestyle, and I would say especially the honor of men, <laughs> that's the thing that I felt probably the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, mm, I've got, what, hundreds of thousands of people who know me and esteem me to now having hundreds of thousands of people who ridicule me okay. and are not interested in what I have to yeah. say. So, yeah.
0: So, like, with with the hate, was it a thing where it was a lot, like, a lot, or was, like,
1: yeah, no, it was it, at points, it was a lot. I'll be honest. Like, I would put maybe something on Twitter. I remember, I think I just said something like, Oh, Jesus is coming back, guys, time to repent, blah, blah. Some girl responds in some language, hey. and then somebody translates it like, Ah, how can you say that? How can you call him the devil? Hey. And all he's saying is, Jesus is coming back, right, wow. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, so people calling me the devil, people saying, You know, um, I'm a fake, I'm a fraud. I mean, people would find my government name, hey. and then they would put it there, and they would say that how can my government name yeah. say this, this, this when he was doing that? Mm. And, you know, I think Twitter, definitely. You know, because Twitter is a kind of place or was a kind of place where it was very hot at a point. Yeah. yeah. Like, even memes that would fly around about me, it's like, some are a joke, do you get it? But then some, it's like, no, you are very serious about what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this is this is malice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, there'll be days where I'll be trending on Twitter, for Hi. example, um, for, for certain things. So, mm. Yeah, it was a lot at that point, definitely, mm. yeah. So
0: did it ever make you, like, just want to stop social media?
1: <coughs> yeah, and, and not only so- stop social media, it also made me hate people. Wow. Which is to say that, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I'm saved. Yeah. I'm born again. Yeah. And this is your response. Listen, if you want to go to hell, <laughs> that's your problem. That, that was my mind at the time. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go to hell, feel free. Oh, First wow. class ticket. First. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it definitely had an effect, yeah. Mm
0: okay so do you have any plans like for your social media now like
1: definitely really yeah definitely i would say now i'm at a place where um i feel i've had that initial transition
0: Mm in terms
1: of in the world getting saved and then having to know a certain foundation so now for me it's more content more consistent content um me and enki are gonna have a podcast
0: hey uh, guys what are you hearing this uh, it's it's exclusive because I haven't seen you uh, talk about this.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's, it's dropping soon. Oh um, my gosh! The podcast is going to be called Unashamed.
0: Okay. Hi. <laughs> so, like, how frequently you guys going to do this?
1: By the grace, every week.
0: Amen. Yes. Amen. So, do you know, like, we're going to record it and stuff? Yes.
1: Co- so, I'm um, like I said, I'm starting my PhD in Nottingham mm-hmm. next week. So, mm-hmm. God willing, I'll be moving to Nottingham.
0: Okay. Obviously, and I'm the same, yeah. same uni. Yeah.
1: So yeah it'll be, it'll be quite frequently
0: my gosh that's so nice yeah. so like do you know like things you're talking about you're still planning
1: testimonies wow. getting people on with different testimonies yeah. relationships mm-hmm. um general advice and just talking about jesus you know my may 2020 i remember i had a dream and in this dream i was i was playing football there was about 22 people on the pitch mm-hmm. and it was a big stadium big lights and then all of a sudden Everyone disappeared and the lights increased. And I was the only one on the pitch in the center. And when I looked up, there was somebody coming down. But I didn't know whether this was an angel, Mm -hmm. Jesus or a man or Mm -hmm. what. And it came and stood next to my ear. And he said, they don't know who I am. He he said it three times. They don't know who I am. They don't know who I am. He said, you haven't explained it to them. He said, you don't explain it to them. He said, you're too worried about me throwing you into hell, but you haven't obeyed me as master and savior. God. Those words were like rivers of water to my soul. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't audible. It was to my spirit. Wow. And from then I knew, hey, this platform, it has to be you to explain to... Jesus.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, okay. So you're starting a podcast. Is there anything else that you're planning to do as well?
1: Well, the podcast is going to be the main thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and get that across different platforms, mm-hmm. TikTok, Instagram, all of these kind of things. Um, But other than that, it's just to continue with the church work on the ground, evangelism, and lead people to Christ.
0: Oh, amen. No, I'm actually excited. Like, this is so nice. Like, wow, this is so nice. But, okay, I wanted to ask things that we must do to be able to embrace the change. Mm. So, yeah.
1: Wow. Well, to embrace the change, you need a shepherd. (laughs) Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. The Bible says God has given us pastors and shepherds according to his, his own heart. heart to feed us with knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, start from the foundation point of you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Because you don't. And God gives men to feed you with knowledge and understanding.
0: That's it.
1: The problem we have in today's generation is that people are filled with pride. Yeah. They cannot accept that God will use another man. That's God literally. has been using men since the days of Jesus Christ. Kind he of. sent a man yeah. to die and yeah. to yeah. save the world. Yeah. yeah. So, first of all, accept a Pastor, accept a shepherd, accept somebody God has sent you mm-hmm. to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Mm-hmm. People say, Oh, you know, I don't trust churches um because um, you know, this, 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 this. Listen, even if the church was perfect, the day you stepped in, that's when it day, is imperfect. That's the day <laughs> <you> <laughs> 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 Literally. Do you understand? Yeah. So that's f- that's the first thing I'd say. Then once you've got that foundation, I would say have the foundation of a daily quiet time Mm -hmm. to embrace the change. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says my people have gone into captivity because they lack knowledge. Mm -hmm. You need to know God for yourself. And it's a quiet time that gives you that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Once you've got a pastor, you're regular in church and you're having a daily quiet time, then also start serving. Mm -hmm. Because once you start seeing the effect that salvation has on people's lives, then you'll be more encouraged and more bold to continue on the journey um and then i mean generally you know the holy spirit does the rest of the work Amen. bible says he works in us to will and do of his good pleasure Amen. you know things will fall off your life desires will change you'll no longer have an interest in certain things it's that, true. that people get so worried because they don't think they can change themselves you're right you can't change yourself just let the holy spirit do it with time and it's a journey
0: that's true the journey the journey is definitely not easy but it's one that's worth it so even like when you like stopped desiring kind of like going parties and stuff did you feel like this is so weird like because that's what you knew like
1: you know what yeah like you said before when you sacrifice or when you stop something god always fills it with something else. yeah so when i stopped partying when i stopped clubbing god replaced it with godly fellowship God replaced it with working for him. Mm -hmm. God replaced it with, I mean, just being in his house and loving his house Mm -hmm. and loving his people, you know. So I never really felt that emptiness. I never really felt that, oh, this is such a contrast. Yeah. I think it was just one motive I just went to. And then I was like, listen, I don't think this is for me anymore. Wow. From then I was done.
0: That's a bit. That's honestly a pleasure. For me, like, I... I thought as well about being intentional because when you think about your Christian walk, like obviously in Matthew chapter seven, verse 13, it talks about the narrow path, the wide path. So if the path like is narrow, (coughs) it's like a thing where when you're going for a narrow path, you can't be carrying all these baggage. Like you have to be intentional with how you're walking in it because Mm -hmm. it's narrow, like it's small. So even like, with us in our Christian walk is a thing where we understand that it's narrow. So there's things that you're going to have to leave behind. You're going to leave the weights. Like I just have to press on and like continue to keep, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. So being intentional, definitely like intentional with the sense where, okay, I know if I read my Bible, it's going to help me to grow, yeah. you know, like it says in First Peter 2 two, Like just knowing these things. And obviously with what you were saying about having shepherds and that, they, they will teach you that as you go to church, you're hearing the word, you're building your faith. But I even wanted to talk about like, kind of understanding the new you Mm. so it was a thing where like now you had a new you it's a thing where you're like this is me like it's a thing where you're like wow this is actually me Mm. you know even with people understanding it it reminds me of jesus even because when he went back to his home country like he couldn't it said that he couldn't perform many like signs there because Mm. there was like is this not the carpenter like (laughs) so even like with friends or just people in general did they was there like comfortable with the old you that they just couldn't comprehend the new you mm,
1: i think so definitely um i think maybe even my parents <coughs> were most surprised oh wow okay that, you know this menace has now you know started preaching and all of these things yeah you know i remember when i would first talk about god my mom s- s- head and <laughs> all that. was all her head blessed like almost to say this must be some sort of faith
0: yeah yeah know? yeah wow But now
1: it's like <laughs> she calls me pastor and all of these things, but she's not taking a mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she actually acknowledges that okay, my son has changed. Amen. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I think it's been years now, mm-hmm. you know. So people they accept it, they acknowledge it, but at first, yeah, family, friends, they this guy's just. <laughs> You just hallucinating. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: so what was the like what was like the turning point for you that made you be like, Okay, do you know what? I'm leaving everything now and then going?
1: I would say when I went to hell, um, I remember October fifteenth, two thousand and eighteen. Um, I remember being in the library and I was speaking with one of my pastors and she asked me that, Oh, have you told person X about your relationship? Because she knew i was convicted to break up mm-hmm. but i didn't want to mm-hmm. so she was recommending me to like another pastor yeah like, have you mentioned it to her i said listen i've not mentioned it i don't plan on mentioning. Kadoosh,
0: it. Kadoosh. don't
1: bring it up again hey she said some verses of proverbs you know in the multitude of counsel there, ADHD, safety. i said listen just shut up <laughs> so i remember i went home that day and i, I was on facetime to my ex at the time mm. just talking 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 normally and then all of a sudden my spirit, I think God allowed it to happen while I was awake because if I was sleeping, I must have say it was a dream. Yeah, my spirit came out of my body and it just began to go down, 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 down. Great darkness, I mean, darker than any night you can imagine. And the ground opened up before me and I mean flames of fire and torment. I remember the most significant thing there was not even the heat it was the desperation to breathe Mm. the first thing the flames do is they just suffocate you like just to inhale exhale once you can't yeah that was the first reality then the heat moves in Mm -hmm. to kind of encompass you and then from there i just saw different creatures and different things and then all of a sudden a cross just appeared in front of me and moved around and cleared everything off and then before i knew it i was back in my body and um from then god made it clear that yeah if you don't break up if you don't fix up mm-hmm. this is your eternal location wow. um, so from then i was like yeah. i remember i broke up i moved cities i moved back to where the local church wow. was uh, <laughs> um i started taking my pastors and all of these people seriously mm. and then from there yeah the change really began
0: so it's more so that your change happened because of an encounter yes and it just reminds me of Apostle Paul when he was Saul because obviously what he was doing he was here persecuting Christians he thought that you know he was actually doing right and then hey Jesus came like he actually visited him <coughs> on the road of Damascus and then obviously got blinded and we you know so it's just I just it's the importance of encounter mm. like encounters will really change your story like it like as you were saying like no one can come to the Father unless He calls you like it takes an encounter for you to actually understand and for you to change mm. so even so like just speaking to you guys like watching this listening to this it's like with the change you also pray that god give me an encounter because sometimes you're wondering why you're desiring all these worldly things why you're still desiring it and it's been so long it's just because you you've lacked an encounter with jesus like the understanding now and now you actually need to be intentional with you going church you know reading your bible Mm -hmm. praying So definitely encounters are something that, when you deep it and and then you actually understand like hell is real and that's where you end up like if you don't take Christ seriously and you don't accept him. Mm. So I love that and this was honestly a blessing like to to have you here and to understand your your change because it's such a beautiful thing to see obviously with you being someone who's who's on social media, someone in the limelight and then coming to Christ. It's always a blessing and we also thank God for the encounter and for your obedience to the call. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah guys, so I really hope that you guys was edified by today's episode with Nehi. So obviously we talked about embracing the change, the Christian journey, and we see his journey from obviously him being uni, Leicester, and then now it's been powerful man of God. Mm -hmm. And yeah guys, so I just wanna end with a sinner's prayer because you know that we do not end without giving somebody the opportunity to give their life to christ so if you are watching this right now giving your life to christ means accepting it, accepting him as your personal lord and savior so in romans 10:9, it tells us if we confess with our mouth the lord jesus christ and believe in our heart that he died and rose again that he's our lord and savior that we will be saved and it says in john 3 3 that no man can inherit the kingdom of god unless he be born again So we just want to lead you in a prayer. And if you repeat after us, you'll be giving your life to Christ. And the Bible says that over one sinner that comes back to God, that gives their life to Christ, the heaven is rejoicing. So Nehi, would you like to... Lead
1: us. Wow. I was <laughs> eyes closed, ready for the prayer. All right. Just repeat after me. Just say, Lord Jesus.
0: Lord Jesus. I
1: come to you today.
0: I come to you today.
1: Just as I am.
0: Just as I am. A sinner. A sinner.
1: But Lord, I thank you. But
0: Lord, I thank you. That
1: you died to save me. That
0: you died to save me.
1: Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Come into my heart.
0: Come into my heart. Change me. Change me. Make
1: me more like you.
0: Make me more like you. From today. From today.
1: I am born again.
0: I am born again.
1: I am a child of God. I
0: am a child of God.
1: Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank
0: you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. 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 Well, we've got powerful prayer, honestly. So if you said that prayer, you've given your life to Christ. Heaven is rejoicing. We too are rejoicing because it's such a blessing. If you have given your life to Christ, do feel free to DM me on Instagram. My Instagram will be well, it's officialdd.x is my Instagram. And yeah, guys, so I really hope that you guys were blessed by this episode. I hope it encouraged you guys. Nehi's testimony about his change. I really <coughs> hope it did encourage somebody to understand that it is a journey. Like Nehi said that it, it wasn't a thing where straight away, I mean, he was still doing the doing stuff, you know, mm-hmm. until that encounter, which we thank God for. But yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to subscribe to my channel, Official Didi. If you're watching on Apple, no, if you're listening on Apple Podcast or spotify make sure to follow me and keep streaming guys thank you guys for the love and we are out
1: see ya